0: Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show This radio show is one that I've been meaning to do for quite some time and now I've finally been able to get around to it and this show is about what if the narcissist is a family member and it's actually really good timing that I'm doing this show now because later today I'm releasing updated versions of the Quantum Freedom Healings in the Transforming Family of Origin Wounds program. And these new healings are the most powerful and effective version of Quantum Freedom Healing yet. But I'll talk about that a little bit more at the end of this show. So, in regard to this radio show, many people email me and they ask me, What do I do if the narcissist is my family member? And they also write, Melanie, you deal with intimate partner narcissists, but I need solutions for my mother, father, brother, sister. And that's why I wanted to write this article specifically and do this radio show because I realise there are many people in this community who may be suffering abuse or the emotional agony of the aftermath or abuse from a family member. If this person is still in your life it can be very very difficult to break away from family and in some cases this may not seem possible and you may find it incredibly difficult to have a safe and respectful relationship with this person. I also understand that intimate partner narcissism is excruciating but I can't even imagine what it would be like to have been raised by a narcissistic parent. So truly, if that's your situation, my heart goes out to you. Having a narcissistic parent has not been my experience, and in many ways I may not be considered a qualified expert on this topic. However, what is true is I've worked with many people with family member narcissists, and my Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program and Transforming Family of Origin Wounds Program have also provided immense healing for people with dealing with narcissistic parents or other family members. So this radio show is based on the information that I do know and my experiences with helping people heal from narcissistic family members as well as what my channel brings through to me. So I know how painful it was for me personally to feel misunderstood and not trusted at times as a child, a teenager, and even an adult by my parents. It was emotionally agonizing for me, as I'm sure it was for you too. However, I do know and experience love, trust, dependability, and incredible honesty, loyalty, and support with my parents now. We trust each other implicitly and we're very tight. I've had to do a lot of work on myself to create our relationship at this level and the results were achievable and they've been incredibly wonderful. So I feel so much empathy for people who never had a healthy parent and can't have a healthy parent no matter how much you would like to and no matter how much an innocent child deserves A healthy loving parent and no matter how much you would like this parent now to be healthy and maybe even relate to your children now in a loving way because the chance has passed with you I know for many of you you've probably tried everything to make it work with a narcissistic family member to only be disappointed time and time again And maybe there were times when you've had your hopes up and then they were dashed again. And of course, this could relate to a parent or a narcissistic sibling. I have friends who have narcissistic parents and I saw what they went through. And via these people combined with my personal clients and NARP members, I have heard of events and actions that I previously couldn't dream that family members were capable of but of course I've known for some time it is really all the same typical narcissistic behaviour I know people who've been able to create healthy modified contact with family members and I know people who've had no option other than to do no contact and in extreme cases this has led to having to break ties with the entire family due to narcissistic family member smear campaigns most of us who have suffered adult narcissistic abuse were definitely brought up in families that were carrying their own generational wounds our parent or parents may have been emotionally absent, conditionally loving and not capable of the mirroring necessary to allow us to know how to have a solid sense of authentic inner worth and self how to self-soothe and delay gratification how to process unavoidable human shame which is normal human feelings of unworthiness and how to establish a healthy emotional resilience to the inevitable changes that life can bring Now all of the above non-integrations as well as others are recipes for the human dis-ease of adult codependency which is seeking to get self, which is worthiness, comfort, security and love from outside of self rather than being able to generate that ourselves and be wholeness to ourselves. And the truth was, it was very rare parents who had learned healthy skill sets from their parents, let alone who possessed the ability to impart it to their children. When parents were narcissistic, it absolutely takes the damage to another level. The narcissistic parent uses a child as an extension of their ego, their false self, to create a claim and narcissistic supply and and also dumps and blames the torment of the narcissist's inner self onto the child. And this is projection, which I've written about in many articles, which is about the narcissist disowned parts that the narcissist despises about him or herself, which are split off from the narcissist, projected onto the child, and then the child is attacked for these parts that have been projected onto that child and this is of course could happen from a narcissistic parent, a sibling or any other narcissistic family member or it could have happened from a multitude of family members the narcissist then blames the child for everything that the narcissist thinks says and does Extreme enmeshment, or and, neglect, confusion, punishment, abuse and even extreme violence can ensue from this. Many people believe the child who became the codependent in a narcissistic environment found a way to somehow please, at times, the narcissistic parent to the point of being able to stay under the radar enough to escape the worst of the wrath and the mental and emotional abuse. Now, I also believe that there are people that have turned out codependent that did experience incredible abuse from a narcissistic parent, but somehow were able to retreat and pull back and actually stay with themselves and possibly were not as sensitive and as acceptable as the children that actually did turn out narcissistic so it's commonly believed that the narcissistic child brought up by a narcissistic parent no matter what he or she did or didn't do it wasn't good enough or this child fought back with the narcissistic parent of course always upping the ante and pushing back and punishing harder or this child was completely idolized, entitled and set up as the golden child to further the narcissist's image or cause. If this was the case, this idolization was not about love. Rather, this child was used as an object to garnish narcissistic supply, a claim and was punished if not fulfilling enough of what the narcissist's image Required as repayment for everything I have done for you. The narcissistic parent comments were not from what we'd expect from a loving parent. Such as, as long as you tried and you enjoyed yourself and you're happy, I'm happy. In stark contrast, the narcissist demands are all about the narcissist. Mind you, not every narcissistic parent is this involved with their child. Many were totally absent and couldn't care less about the children, apart from barking orders to make the children do what the narcissist doesn't wish to do, which is menial tasks, and that's a narcissistic trait. They don't like doing menial tasks that don't actually get narcissistic supply. And it's not like their children are going to give them narcissistic supply for doing normal tasks. And their partner probably wouldn't either. So the narcissist may have been absent, busy getting narcissistic supply and chasing addictions to try to feed an insatiable, egoic bottomless pit. And at these times when the narcissist is out in the world chasing narcissistic supply, The narcissist may not be providing basic needs for his or her child, let alone supply essential emotional stability and availability. Many narcissistic parents are loose around their children and they're not healthy role models. They do things like swear, use age-inappropriate adult and sexual statements and connotations. They can act like wild teenagers openly break the law, openly exhibit addictions bring new people home for sex in front of their children and if going from from relationship to relationship every new successive partner is the love of their life and often introduced very very quickly to the children many narcissists are oblivious about the damage resulting from what their children are exposed to because they're too unconscious and they're far too self-absorbed to care so like it or lump it is the entitled attitude in regard to narcissists who go from partner to partner initially children are either used as trophies look at what a great parent I am and or they're pushed aside so the narcissist can enjoy the idolized new supply then when the idolization phrase is over, the narcissist is usually stripping the codependent parent or partner which also adds to the distress of the children because of the scenes and the partner's depression and anxiety and the fighting and the drama that it all causes. When narcissists are needy and low on narcissistic supply, they can lean on their children emotionally and exploit them bringing them terrible concern over the mental state of their parent and then treat that same child with total disregard as soon as they get the supply that they sought from the child and as soon as they're back up on their feet again. So these are only some of the details that are possible with a narcissistic parent. I've seen and worked with versions of all that I've just described as well as plenty more. And I hope this has not triggered you too much. And the reason I include these details is so that you do understand that I know of the gravity and the damage that occurs when having been abused by a narcissistic parent. Please also know that if your children are being co-parented by a narcissist, there is a lot that you can do to help your children through this soul journey that they're doing this soul journey of having a narcissistic parent. And you can do a lot even when your children are not in your care. So I'd really like you, if you've got grave concerns about that, to go to my article. The link will be up on the blog tomorrow. And the article is How to Empower Your Children. And it's one of my blog articles. So you can go to that link and read up all about it. Okay, so if you were in a narcissistic family, naturally and understandably, you may feel intense pain and sadness, regret, anger, sorrow, and even over-responsibility towards your narcissistic parent or family member regarding what they have done, how they treated you, and how they continue to treat you, and also possibly for the state that they're in. I want you to understand that I truly do know that what they have done is not okay and how the narcissist has and is behaving is abysmal and that's the truth. It's especially saddening and tragic when poor behavior and abuse happens to children who are innocent and defenseless. However, we have a choice now as adults. And you can heal past being a victim and feeling powerless, obsessed, poisoned and damaged. So the first step for us to heal is to open our minds and our heart to the truth because the truth always starts us on a path of freedom. And this is about understanding that your parent or family member is damaged and was also abused or taught entitlement as a child more than likely from another narcissist. Unfortunately, this person as a result split their own psyche, submerged their true self and a false self was created in order to emotionally survive. And this caused this family member to become sick, maladapted and dysfunctional. Narcissists unfortunately are so unconscious that even though they seem to have moments of clarity they are unable to see who they are being much less take the necessary responsibility to heal their inner wounds which are fueling such disordered behaviour and this is the legacy of abuse, abuse and unconsciousness that is passed on down through the generations and it is an epidemic Staying in the pain, the fear, the trauma and the resentment is not going to help you. And it's not going to help your future generations, even though, of course, it is humanly justifiable. It's just not the solution, though. To become conscious and heal ourselves and our world, we need to take a much more effective and empowered approach to this. All of us, regardless of who we've been narcissistically abused by, can do our part in stopping these epidemic cycles by getting well. By getting out of the fear and the pain and the shame and the blame and creating healthy role models for our future generations, regardless of what the generations before us were doing. Then, the previous narcissism models can be broken and not carry on into our future generations. If we remain victims, we create victims. Progeny who will also become subject to abuse somewhere in their life, because who we are being is exactly how we either empower or disempower our children, who are intrinsically connected to us genetically and emotionally. If we shift and get well, so do they and I have seen that happen so many times as a child you were powerless you may have missed out on receiving what would have been sane, loving and healthy you may have even incurred enormous wounding from your childhood you can't go back to those incidences and change them but you can change change who you are in response to the abuse now as an adult, you do have that power. My clients and NARP members who've a, who have been abused by narcissistic parents are initially extremely enmeshed in the hurt of what happened. And that's why they start doing work with me or they get the program because of that. Because so much of their emotional energy is trapped in this pain It severely affects their present life capabilities, their ability to feel good, and their present relationship with themselves and others in life. These people are often still hooked by a narcissistic family member, emotionally at the very least, and often physically, and the family member may still be manipulating them and abusing them so this is a really powerful example and this following lady is an art member and I've not used her real name for privacy reasons her situation is not unique it is in fact a very common narcissistic parent-child dynamic it's one that I've seen many times Jane's mother was a narcissist and Jane was the most codependent of the four children the child the mother groomed from a very early age to do whatever she wanted for her Jane wanted to please her mother desperately wanted her love and at 50 years of age was still turning herself inside out to run her mother's errands, clean her house and even give her massages and healings whenever her mother was having a bad day and she'd drop everything and jump in the car and go straight to her And of course, all of this never gained her mother's approval, only more unrealistic expectations, guilt trips, criticism and manipulation. And very interestingly, although not really, on the mother's good days she was well enough to be out dancing, drinking, lunching and and putting together dinner parties. Jane gravitated between feeling incredibly guilty not being a good enough daughter and despising her mother's childish demands and abuse Jane started the NARP program June last year and she emailed me because she'd reached the end of her tether Jane was also suffering anxiety panic attacks compulsive addictive behavior and dysfunctional love relationships and despite being in therapy for eight years still could not say no to her mother after putting the pieces together Jane had realized that her ex-husband was also a narcissist and the relationships that she had with men from that time on were ones where she was used for sex and money and energy without receiving any real commitment or any real love I explained to Jane in email support, that was how we communicated that there were some very young wounds stuck in her subconscious which were not allowing her to lay the boundary because this is always the reason that we can't do something that we know we need to do There's some part of us that's not allowing us to do it. I told Jane that when trying to say no whilst carrying these inner wounds, she would feel sick and terrified and incredibly anxious about trying to say no. And she concurred totally to that, that that is exactly how she feels. And I said to her that it wouldn't be until she discovered and released these inner wounds that she would naturally be able to honour herself and lay healthy boundaries now at this point she could not even feel that that was ever going to be a possibility even though she knew she had to do it so realising what she needed to do, Jane got to work using Module 1 in NAP because she'd only just begun the program and. In the healing space which put her into theta brainwave and that is the healing space, it's a frequency where you can get inside your body and access the subconscious stored programs she dropped deeply inside herself and she felt into this terror and anxiety of trying to say no to her mum she felt the fear in her solar plexus and then when she fell into that and asked herself how old is this part of me the answer was six years of age then when Jane fell into this young wounded part of herself she remembered the feeling of her mother telling her to do something and threatening her that she would leave her all alone in the house and never return if she didn't because that's what happens to bad daughters who don't look after their mothers Jane claimed emotionally this terrible dread and fear and panic of the six-year-old energy that was still stuck in her body and then with the use of the quantum freedom healing process in module one she released and she shifted and she up-leveled this wound. Now that in itself was not the full answer. It was only the beginning of releasing the damage her mother had inflicted and it was big and it was painful and it took effort, absolutely there were multiple wounds trapped inside Jane's subconscious which related to many young ages Jane really committed because she'd had enough, she was on the verge of a breakdown with her mother so she worked on herself for three full weekends in between running errands for her mother finding and releasing the young associated wounds that were stopping her being able to say no to her mother's abuse and exploitation now after three weekends of working at this, many hours Jane was ready, solid, resolved and calm, she just knew it and the inevitable phone call came with the usual demand to drop everything and go get this for me and Jane replied to her mother sorry I can't today without feeling guilty and without justifying why the answer was no and when she explained to me gave me the relay of how this all panned out she said I can't believe how easy it was to say it I just did it now her mother predictably threw a tantrum and swore and called her selfish so Jane hung up the phone and got on with what she was doing because it was abusive She was a little shaky but yet she still felt strong and she was amazed that she had finally done it after all these years, her whole life. Her mother called back and started attacking and and listened calmly until her mother stopped for air. And then she said, Mum, I'm done. Treat me respectfully or find somebody else to run after you. Then her mother didn't call her for a week. Now, in this time, the mother smeared Jane to various family members. Horrifically, part of the lies included the fabrication that Jane had pushed her down the stairs. Now, why aren't we surprised? We know this is what narcissists do when they don't get their own way. They lash out abominably. Now, what her mother was capable of was a fear of James that she'd asked me for help with before setting the boundary and she had done some work on it internally and she'd done enough inner work to not fear the smearing before saying no but this lashback absolutely took her fear to a whole new spiked and peaked level. Absolutely she was triggered which meant that there were still wounds that were relating to what had happened and the real deal was in real human terms the unthinkable had happened all of the things that she'd feared about her mother they'd happened and what happened this you know this situation this is exactly what does happen we clear what we need to we take the next step and then what is next for us to heal usually gets delivered and narcissists are very very good at delivering our inner wounds so Jane was at this point she was traumatized and totally hooked in now one of her sisters like the mother was also a narcissist and Jane had one distant brother and the other sister was usually manipulated by both the mother and the narcissistic sister so the narcissistic sister Contacted Jane by email and threatened to press assault charges. She really attacked. Jane panicked and contacted the brother, and he refused to get involved. And then the non-narc sister said, "How could you do that to Mum? She actually bought into the story." And obviously, the mother had triangulated before and, you know, smeared Jane before this event. So she was groomed to believe that. Jane was gutted, terrified and devastated. And her email to me was full of desperation. And she told me it was all she could do to not get in the car, go to see her mother and apologize for saying no to her. I assured her to just breathe and calm down and not to act and what she was feeling was very normal and what had happened was very normal and I explained that she was presently in the powerlessness and the terror of another very young wound and it was all going to be okay she just needed to do exactly what she'd done with the previous wounds that she cleared in order to be able to say no in the first place And I told her that this is another young wound you need to find and release. Don't try to combat any of your family members or the fear of what could happen in your mind. Because if you do that, you're going to lose. It's all going to escalate and you are going to be attacked and you will cave in. Instead, what you need to do is the exact same process go back to the healing module drop into this terror and panic find its origin and shift it out of your body then come back and tell me what you find and how it all went so the next round of what is this wound about began and it's a bit like a whodunit every time we're triggered if we can understand this so Jane went inside she dropped in she fell into her body and she found out that it was a four-year-old wound and it was emotional agony betrayal and trauma and it was in her heart center and this is what it was about her mother had broken an expensive vase because she was drunk when Jane's father came home she told her that Jane broke it Jane was punished by her father Jane had cried and cried to her father who didn't believe her and it had traumatized Jane to be scapegoated, not believed and to suffer such shame for something that she just didn't do. Jane got to work at releasing and up-leveling this wound and again there was other associated shifts to do around this wound, other incidences, other things before Jane could no longer access the painful emotional charge of either the four-year-old incident or the present incident now and that's actually how we know when we've up-leveled something because no matter what it is and what's going on we don't have an emotional painful charge anymore we can just assess it from a solid calm place and that's what happens so In stark contrast to having an emotional charge, Jane deeply and powerfully felt so bad if my sister presses charges. I'll defend it. I didn't do it. And I don't care what other people believe because I know the truth. Completely different from how she was before these shifts, Because Jane was now in her true self-container within herself in regard to the incident no longer was she showing up as the traumatized four-year-old later that week the non nark sister who the mother attempted not surprisingly to force into doing the tasks Jane had previously done this sister rang Jane suspecting there was more to the story And Jane and she met, and a huge amount of air was cleared, decades worth, and the truth understood. Both sisters realized how much the mother had been playing divide and conquer. Now, during this meeting, Jane discovered that the narcissistic sister who was going to press charges had just discovered her husband was having an affair. And she was in no state to focus on attacking Jane. And no threat was ever carried out. That was the end of it. And this is what happens. When we change our inner reality, the field responds. The field is. Our experience in life responds. So the higher truth of all of these events, the higher truth that sets us free, is that the fear and the pain that Jane experienced in her present was granting her the incredible opportunity to find these young unhealed wounds and finally heal. Jane's life did a complete 180 degree turn as a result of her ongoing work on herself. Jane does modified contact now with her mother and she speaks up if her mother oversteps the line because Jane has healed enough to deeply anchor into her own self-love and self-approval and there's no longer the guiltedness or fruitlessly seeking to get approval from her mother Jane doesn't have these gaps anymore and additionally she is no longer fearful of the tricks that her mother may try to pull on her Now without these blind spots, which of course were the young wounds operating, Jane is happy to spend time with her mother if she is respectful. And if she isn't, Jane simply leaves. She also refuses to run around for her mother anymore. And as a result, her mother is now trained that she can only have Jane on respectful terms. Jane also cut all ties with the narcissistic sister who refused to honour Jane's newly established healthy boundaries. So Jane realised that if she couldn't be respected and be safe and retain her own healthy sense of self that it was time to cut ties. So she did, without guilt. And her relationship with her non-narx sister became the closest it had ever been. Incredibly importantly, Jane worked hard in the modules to release her residual resentment and victimhood from her marriage. She realized she needed to go back and clean that up as well. And no longer did she feel attracted to men who refused to grant her love and devotion regardless of how much she did for them. Within eight months, Jane's new self was unrecognizable to her previous self and in reality the huge changes only started taking three weeks to have a profound effect one of the most important things I am so passionate about educating people about is there is a long way round, and there is a direct path to heal when we're trying to work it all out and heal with our mind we are taking the long way round. not only do we not discover the truth about what is really holding us back we also think these thoughts how can I set boundaries when I didn't learn these skills how can I love and respect myself when I didn't have healthy role models we may think it's going to take us years and Tons of therapy and intense logical training and a total understanding of tons of information to be able to fix it up. We may actually believe because these states are near impossible and that they could take a lifetime because of what happened to us. This is wrong and it's all a part of the long way round. This, I promise you, you already are the essential states that you seek naturally you are these states when you are still carrying young inner wounds you are confused and you will feel like how can I do this when I've never done it when I've never learnt it and you will think I don't even know what healthy boundaries are or what they look like or what it would even feel like to be able to have a healthy boundary it is your young inner wounds that feel this total confusion I presently have a great guy as a client and he's been involved with personal development for years and before doing the quantum freedom healing work to recover from narcissistic abuse he hadn't been doing inner child work and he said to me I always thought inner child work was rubbish it was for people who didn't want to grow up and those who wanted to stay stuck in their painful childhood and blame their childhood but now I get it I realise just how much my inner young wounds have been ruling my life I'd like you to think about this because this is probably the simplest way to allow you to understand something very important what if the young wound in you was an energy which regressed you when triggered to the powerlessness and the consciousness of that particular age which it actually does and if we're really honest with ourselves we can see this we can understand this how powerless we feel Okay, so when we've regressed back to this age and that's the energy that we're actually showing up from that we're generating from how could this young child part of you respond to adult logical information? How could you take it on, understand it, implement it and make it work for you? Now the true answer is you actually can't So let's have a look Let's say Jane's six-year-old self, Jane's showing up as a six-year-old, that was threatened with the very abandonment. She had the emotional energy of, if I say no to my mother and disappoint her, I will be abandoned and I can't survive. Now that was a six-year-old trapped in her body. We know logically that doesn't make sense. But try telling that to your emotional survival programs. They are not based on logic. They're based on emotions. Okay. So that part of Jane, how could we talk to it logically about why or how to say no? So we understand that literally if Jane was six years of age with that terror you understand the truth of the situation. You can understand why eight years of logical information, mind therapy never helped her. It was actually never going to help her. So what is the true solution then? The true solution is stop talking to the child, which is the subconscious, which is emotions, which is a language of theta brainwave. Stop talking to the child as an adult which is the mind which is beta brainwave which is logic stop trying to communicate like that because a six-year-old or a three-year-old or a two-year-old or a twelve-year-old or a ten-year-old does not understand that information so instead access the six-year-old who is trapped in Jane's subconscious, in the language she understands, the emotional theta brainwave language she understands, so that you can access that pain and that fear and that trauma, and get it out, release it, rid her of it, and then replenish where that was with the source true self state of Jane the higher self state of Jane the grown up adult source life connected to the field empowered Jane we all have that part of us that's connected to the field and connected to source doesn't matter how broken you are you have that part of you bring that in that part who does know self love does know self worth and does know self value this I promise you Your inner being, your inner child, when reconnected with who you really are, which is your source true self, is interconnected back to the perfect ecology of the field, which is life, as well-being. And your natural, natural self-worth and self-love and self-value and knows how to do healthy boundaries naturally that's actually your natural state without the damage, without the wounds and this is what Jane discovered by the time she had cleared her wounds and her true inner being came anchored in and came to the fore what seemed to be a total impossibility and it actually was according to the six year old child there was no way known she was going to say no the way she was What seemed to be a total impossibility only three weeks earlier felt naturally like something she had been doing her whole life. Now, yes, there was a backlash. Absolutely, and we'd expect that. Setting boundaries is never about that person's going to honor it. It's never about that. It's about honoring yourself. And then, of course, that took her to the next wound and so on and so forth, which is what life does and cleaning ourselves up does. Now her inner being was aligned with this healthy self which meant literally Jane was a new person regarding her self-value and her self-worth. She was now her true self. The complete illusion is that we can heal from intense trauma by trying to achieve certain states intellectually. This is one of the biggest misconceptions regarding healing intellectual realities don't hold they are not somatically anchored and known in your body and if something is not known in your being you cannot force your being to do something with your mind when the being is traumatized in survival programs and if we try to get an intellectual reality in there it's going to be fraught with second guessing fear and pain it's the sort of thing where you have to keep going back to read the same article over and over again you have to keep reminding yourself rather than you just are changed there's such a difference and when we're doing that when we have to keep going back and back and back and we've been trained to think that's what we're meant to do it's not when we are playing that out the truth is the young wound is still there and it's not the lack of information or not enough therapy or because you're too damaged for hopeless case and so on and so forth it's because you have not yet up leveled that related wound to whatever trauma, pain, obsession or thing that's happening in your life now definitely information is great, you know I write tons of it, information is fantastic and I love information I love reading etc etc it's great it's powerful and it's wonderful for supplementary help and fine-tuning and for more finesse with your development your boundaries if if it's used in conjunction with a healed inner being but it is not the real healing it's a supplement so when we've been or when you've been i wasn't abused by family narcissistic members but when people have been abused by narcissistic family members there is often a huge fear of consequences many people state that it's my father I can't cut him out of my life and there are also additional fears of triangulation and smearing many fears regarding all sorts of issues things like I can't deny my children their grandparent and the list goes on and on And this is my answer every time to these people that have these questions and these concerns. Don't think about these things right now because you can't access your power, clarity or truth with inner wounds controlling your emotions. You have to go to these wounds and shift them and then you will naturally know what to do. One of my girlfriends has a narcissistic father. And she had all of the what-ifs and trying to see ahead. When she really realized what it was and she realized she needed to work up and she needed to clear and heal it, before she did the work, there was, of course, of course, lots of confusion. But she did the work and she put those what-ifs to the side and made the greatest dedication to getting the pain and the abuse and the fear and every charge that she could find regarding her father out of her body now as a result of this she now has no charge left on him and she has fun conversations that are brief and not once has he triggered her or been disrespectful since she's done the work she has no fear of him being disrespectful And she's quite prepared without any guilt or remorse to set firm boundaries and even walk away if that was required to maintain her healthy state she has no attachment to how he's going to be she's just very clear on how she's going to be now there's a really old saying that I love that when we're ready to walk under ladders in our path in other words that's fine if that turns up I'll just deal with that when we're solid and we're firm Often the letters don't even appear. But of course, you know, in previous situations before she'd done the work on the wounds, what was he constantly doing? Wounding her. That's how it all works. And this friend of mine, she also has no attachment or involvement to the family antics regarding him or what anybody else thinks about any of her decisions regarding him. She's just pulled back doesn't get into the conversations there's no enmeshment or triangulation that happens with her she's just backed out of it all and she can still have a very simple low-level relationship with him that she's very happy with now this way of being was not possible for her before she did the inner work it's important to understand that our reality how we feel how we think how life responds and the empowered choices we can make all depend on the state of our inner being. That is where it's all coming from. I hope this information has really helped you and can allow you to understand this is why I state to people healing from a narcissistic family member is actually identical to healing From any narcissist or any abuse that you have in your experience ever because it was always about going inside and healing ourselves so speaking of specific healing from family of origin wounds which means targeting specifically our very young wounds as our focus I've just released the new updated mp3 healings for the transforming family of origin wounds course And these are now the most powerful versions of Quantum Freedom Healing available because Quantum Freedom Healing is evolving through me. And please note it's really important and if you have a look at the blog, all of the details will be up there and you'll actually be able to read up about it. And you'll see it in the write-up about it that it's actually essential that you do NARP First, the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program is the first essential step before doing the fine-tuning of the Divine Female and Divine Male energies in the TFOOW course. Now if you already have the Transforming Family of Origin Wounds course, you will be receiving the updated healings by email the support team will be sending them out to you so there's nothing you need to do they will be coming to your inbox and i hope you really enjoy them because they're really very very powerful now so i look forward to your questions and your comments on the blog article which is coming out today and For those of you listening to the radio show who have never been to my blog, you can see it at melanietoniaevans.com, and that's my website, and you will see on the right-hand side that there is a direct section for my blog articles, and the latest blog article, the one at the top, will be the one where you can uh, take this article, this information in, in, in more detail, in written, transcripted form. And also, too, you will see the links to the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program and the Family of Origins Program, which is all about using that direct subconscious healing tool, quantum freedom healing, which has already liberated thousands of people from 50 different countries worldwide from narcissistic abuse, so that you can get to those young wounds and free yourself. Okay, so that's it for me, everybody. And I'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Lots of love.